Hey guys, just Caden here. Uh, so it's we've been, it's been a long time since it's been a a proper uh, Hello World episode, and we sincerely apologize for that. If you guys follow us on Instagram at Hello World Podcast, um, Carson's basement. I already just listened to the the newest thing. But Carson's basement has been under renovation, and so, you know, with all those loud power tools, you know, he can't properly record and hasn't been able to hang out. So now, um, so now I'm just doing it on my own this week. He will be back, though, um, so please pay your respects to Carson for this episode. Um, but with that out of the way, let's get back into this episode. So it's been a while, so uh, let's get things off with uh, some E3 news. And for you, for you guys who don't know what E3 is, it's basically, or at least it used to be, it sort of lost its steam, but it's the largest gaming convention in the world. And, you know, all the major companies go there to announce new games, new software, new consoles, maybe. And uh, this year was no different. And Xbox slash Microsoft kicked it off with a really awesome announcement, Xbox Project Scarlet, which is the next generation of consoles. We don't have an exact name yet. It's just Project Scarlet. Although they have um, they have really specs, and I read them off as follows. Um, so if you have an 8K television, which Samsung actually just came out with, or you have an 8K display, um, and you have, you know, like, I think like five grand for the Samsung TV, if you, if you have, or no, it's eight grand, I think, actually. So if you, if you have eight grand, uh, go ahead and buy an 8K TV because Project Scarlet can support up to 8K resolution, 120 frames per second, ray tracing, as a custom custom engineered uh, AMD GPU, and it has SSDs. So we're done with hard drives. We're done with the mechanical spinning drive. It's all it's all digital now. Or not digital, but you know, chips instead of actual moving components. And uh, Project Scarlet will be backwards compatible with the current uh, Xbox One generation with accessories, games, and uh, such like that. So that was a pretty big announcement. Everyone's pretty hyped about that. Um, and Sony has released their specs. We talked about it in a previous uh, podcast episode. So go listen to that to see the the um, PS4 specs because that thing is a monster. Or PS5 specs because that thing is a monster too. And... Uh, Keanu Reeves is making headlines because he's in this game called Cyberpunk 2077. And I have to say, I know someone personally who actually doesn't like Mr. Reeves, and I feel I'm disappointed, not to lie. He's an actor. He plays John Wick. He was in The Matrix, in case you don't know who he is. But he's the internet's uh, you know, favorite person right now, and there's been some pretty good memes about him. Uh, and he's making headlines, and the game looks actually pretty promising, all memes aside. So keep uh, keep a watch out for that. And that's releasing Cyberpunk 2077 is releasing about the same time as the uh, Xbox Scarlet. Um, and E3 was not the only big event this summer. Apple themselves had their WWDC event, or Worldwide Developers Conference, where they basically just announced new software. It's a software event, basically, for developers. But they announced some pretty exciting new stuff, like uh, iOS 13, macOS Catalina, and uh, Watch WatchOS 6. Notice how, um, and um, there will be, and, oh, okay, I'm spacing out. 
there is going to be a new OS, a new operating system. They just announced it. It's called iPad OS 13. And basically what iPad OS is, it, it gives you the functionality of an actual, or most of the functionality of an actual laptop. They're going in that direction. A lot of people have said that, you know, iOS has always held the iPad back from what it could truly do. And Apple, I guess, agreed. And so iPad OS is built on the same kernel and the same, you know, it, it is basically an iOS 13 clone with more, you know, more stuff, more features. But yeah, so it's based off the same thing, just more features, such as a windy, uh, multi-window view. So, you know, you can have multiple, depending on how much RAM your uh, iPad has, if you have a Pro, then you're gonna be able to run this software no problem. Someone who has like, maybe like the iPad mini will have, st you know, have, still have some, like the iPad mini 4, for example, last generation, they might have some difficulties running the multi-view just cause you need some more RAM. Uh, you have external so storage support now, so you can plug in flash drives slash hard drives. Uh, you have mouse support now, so you can plug in a USB or a wireless mouse. And they're done with uh, mobile Safari too, so you get the desktop class Safari. And I'm sure Google will also release a fully desktop class um, Safari or, or Google Chrome. And so now everything is desktop focused, just as you know a normal computer. You know would be uh so that was that's pretty exciting ipad os and then now uh because you know ipad os is built off of ios let's go through some ios features that will also be coming to ipad os such as dark mode um if you have a face id enabled device you know the current generation if you have an iphone 10 or above we'll just put it that way or the newest generation ipad pro then you're gonna love this feature because face id is now 30 percent faster and more secure than ever, according to Apple. And you have more. It's uh, why is it more secure? You may ask. Well, it's just because you know, you know, they're tuning the fine-tuning the sensors more. Do you get more depth? Um, and it's also the software itself is more secure because Apple uh, unveiled something called Apple Login, which is basically you know, if you have like an maybe if you have an Android or maybe just log into Google Chrome. You'll notice how uh, Google stores all your, your emails, passwords, and such. Apple also does that, only it's gonna hide your emails, your phone numbers, and other personal information from apps. So they'll no longer be able to access that stuff, making it therefore more secure. And there's a lot of other things that, uh, you know, the iOS unveils, but those are the, you know, the top big ones. Of course, you know, more emojis. You know, uh, stuff like stuff like that. Just you know, stupid Apple stuff. And then um, another. Well, I guess this has all been pretty major, except for Mac OS. Uh, Mac OS Catalina is coming coming out. No more. So basically, no more iTunes. And iTunes is going to be broken up into Apple Podcasts, which you might be already listening this to this on. Uh, Apple TV which is their subscription uh, service that is coming out this fall, and Apple Music, which I'm sure plenty of you already have. And it also, um, another thing that macOS Catalina does is it makes it easier to publish your iOS developed apps and in turn it into a macOS 64-bit um, program. So then your computer to read it. And, uh, you know, I don't know exactly why they did this. I'm not a developer myself. I mean, I've... I mean, I can code and stuff, but I've never really dived in into like, um, 
you know, like Swift and Apple programming. But it's there. Um, another thing that's exciting is watchOS 6, which comes with new and redesigned apps, new watch faces, and the app Activity, which is, you know, your activity monitor for how many steps you've taken, you know, your exercise. That is getting redesigned, and it now has metrics to measure your activity level, such as uh, the unit's feet, inches, floors, and meters. That is all that is all coming to uh, new um, watchOS 6. And we finally get a calculator now. So we get a calculator at your wrist. You don't have to pull out your phone, which is great. Thank you, Apple. I appreciate that so much. Um, and of course, if you don't know, this, all this stuff is free updates. It's coming in September when the new products will be unveiled, supposedly. Um, one more thing, though. Now, normally WWDC is a strictly um, software-based event, but they unveiled an actual new product. It's called the Mac Pro. And you may know the Mac Pro uh, as that black trash can looking computer unveiled in December of um, 2013. Well, um, they replaced it with something a bit more substantial because it has um, Apple's new MPX module system, which is basically a custom graphic system that can support two pairs of um, AMD's Radeon uh, Pro Vega 2 cards, I think it's called. Plus some um, new afterburner, specialized afterburner video processing chip to make you know more substantial video. Maybe if you have like a red camera, if, like major studios might use this as you know they have like fifty thousand dollar red cameras that can shoot all the way up to eight K. You're gonna need some serious horsepower to process that and encode it and render it and color, you know, um, correction. So that's a big deal. And it starts at six grand, by the way. So if you're thinking that you're gonna, you're gonna want to pick this up for home, unless you're a serious professional, I would strongly advise it. And it also has, you know, Apple's uh, or Intel's Xeon processors, or the new Xeon processors. So it's gonna be, you know, plenty of horsepower GPU and CPU wise. Um, and it is fully modular too. Like you can lift this thing up, up and replace parts, add new stuff in. It's fantastic. You can even replace the CPUs if you wanted, which is what pro users, I think, expect, which is something you didn't get in the old trash can design. And they also unveiled the uh, Pro XDR display, which is a $5,000 Pro display that goes with their um, Mac Pro. And you know it's five grand, but it's for five grand, it's actually a bargain because it's 6K, it's HDR, and it's an LCD panel. Um, with 1,600 nit peak brightness. Now, if for you guys who don't know what um, the nit is, basically it's the unit of measurement where we measure, uh, basically just displays. You know, the, the actual light radiating off. Like for example, I know the, the Samsung Note 9 is um, a 1,000 nit display. This is a 1,600 nit display. So it's very, very bright. And it also has a stand, I don't know if you've seen memes of it, but it also has a monitor stand for $1,000. Like, I know Apple's expensive, but it's a piece of aluminum, and they're charging the seat. You could buy a new phone, okay? Let me put this in perspective. You could buy a brand new phone. Go to the Apple Store, brand, brand new, okay? Or you could buy a hunk of aluminum for the same price, and all it does is it just connects to your display. Let, th let that, you know, which is the better financial decision, you know? Do you want a piece, a piece of aluminum or a new phone?
it's up to you. I don't know. I think it's a pretty obvious choice, but I'm not gonna. I'm not. Gonna, actually, I will judge. I will judge you if you buy the the uh, this monitor stand, or they have just a like a, a Vega mount where you can mount you mount it to your wall for a uh, hundred bucks, which is still absolutely ridiculous. But you know, Apple is absolutely ridiculous. And so that was uh, episode 11 of the Hello World podcast. Uh, again, Carson, if you're listening to this, I'm really sorry. Uh, I sent you a text message explaining everything, so uh, I'm not going to say this in public, but read that. Um, thank you, everyone, who tuned in to watch or uh, slash, slash listen, I mean. And uh, we will see you again in another future episode of Hello World. Stay tuned.